As I was putting together the framework for season two of my podcast series, New Beginnings, I looked out over the Dolomites that rise to majestic heights in front of my home in the Val di Fiemme Valley in the north of Italy. Directly in my line of sight was the fullest and brightest moon shining from a purple vignetted backdrop. This moon, I thought, will give way to the sunrise tomorrow. There is always the dawning of a new day. The new beginning is always today. Thanks for joining me, Angelique de Toy, as we explore the possibilities of hidden treasures in new beginnings. Many circumstances in life may have painful endings, but this never rules out enjoying a new beginning. The truth is that some things have had to end for you to enter a new beginning. There's no time like the present to declutter, to reframe and to restructure, to find that pathway to your new beginning. You cannot go back and change what was, but you can start right now. Right now, in fact, living in an inspirational and empowering present and walk into a future that brings you joy and new confidence. There have been numerous times in my mailings to my networks that I receive messages in return saying that my mail could not reach the recipient because their box is full. When your box is too full, the message is clear. You quite simply cannot receive anything more. Good, bad, inspirational or indifferent. It is a clear message to you that it is time to declutter, to make way for something new, to revamp and restore and to empty yourself of those things that are clogging you up. The state of being too full is indicative of information overload, of having taken in or taken on too much and you are buckling under the weight of it all. When you are burdened and weighed down, there is no way that you can journey through life with a light heart, a skip in your step and a smile on your face. The very weight of your box being stuffed with undesirable memories, toxic emotions, guilt, regrets, resentments, judgments, bitterness or anger, these will cause you to buckle and be bent over just trying to survive in life. So how do you go about emptying your inbox? Well, you've got to decide what you want in your life and then what you don't want in your life. Make a list across two columns. Ask yourself what you want in your inbox. For example, those things that would make your life more abundant, peaceful, joyful, successful and fun. Among many other of your life-giving attributes. And then ask yourself what things should be sent to your outbox, ready for dispatch, out of your life, for once and for all. It's been my real experience that when you don't leave a situation in victory, it's very difficult to enter a new season in victory and you have to fight hard to regain that lost territory. So take the time to thoroughly evaluate and explore what you have written with honesty and then decide how you can live more in the credits column. 
But just a word of caution. Please be mindful that you cannot push the send button and hope that people will be dispatched out of your life. A far more effective way of getting the desired results is to work on yourself first. Your best results are going to be experienced when you make the decision to take total responsibility for your own life. No more blame shifting, no more victim approach, and certainly no more adopting a Doris Day theory of whatever will be will be, que sera, que sera. That is such a defeatist mentality. So what elements of your character, your way of thinking, your habits, perhaps your weaknesses, or your other traits are causing your box to be too full? Excavate those areas. They may have long been hidden and need to be discovered because they could be dangerously undermining. They could be undermining to your daily living, such as the effects of disappointments and disillusions you've experienced and how they've negatively and probably consistently impacted your view of life. Do you find yourself constantly making excuses to avoid making changes to your life? Excuses, by the way, are neatly packaged lies that you tell yourself and others. How much time do you spend complaining, criticizing and condemning people and situations? And then this, in turn, could work against you. You find yourself in that same pattern of getting the same results, feeling the same sense of disappointment. And it's usually because of how you viewed a situation, how you've experienced it, and what you've said about it. And it has a way of working its way back to you. Negative thinking, talking and acting out what you believe, may be amongst the most threatening to your life. If you continue in this way of reacting, your present and your future may give you a sending failed message. You may not be able to make the effective progress you wish for in this instance because it is very interesting to note that the word resentment, which is rooted in anger, is an emotion if left unresolved will cause the consequence to be resent to you. You can live your life with resignation and anger or with purpose and possibility. I know what I would prefer to be resent back to me. Life is way too short to live with a system shut down, or more seriously, when you receive the message that a fatal error has occurred. I believe this is such an important part of our lives that we need to address if we truly want to experience the wonderment of this dawning of a new day. Starting the process of clearing out your inbox today means that you could have a different outcome as early as tomorrow. Just imagine the possibilities that could present themselves when you read your mail with honesty and acknowledgement. When you begin to catch a glimpse of the life God has prepared for you and see that you were meant to be free and to be alive all of the days of your life, the task of busting out of your box becomes one of purpose and determination.
Why stay depressed, oppressed, bent over, hungover and disillusioned when the choice to change is just a moment away? Your very next thought can be a decision to change and to declare that there is a much greater life awaiting you than the one you've settled for. Living your life with clear thinking, with purpose and with excellence in all that you do is sure to build your levels of confidence. To have confidence is to live with faith and to live with faith is highly pleasing to God. There are two primary choices in life. To accept the conditions as they exist or to accept the responsibility for changing them. The choice dear friend, is yours. Have you considered yourself to be someone who lives with great expectation and high levels of possibility thinking, ready to go out there and make your mark in the world? Have you given yourself some well-deserved time to reflect over this past year of your life? Have you taken note to learn from the mistakes of the past to be sure not to repeat them? And have you made the decision to suck the marrow out of the years to come? Overhanging and unresolved matters from previous experiences will keep you perplexed and tired, and definitely not inspired. Whatever is unresolved is sure to leave the door open for you to attract more of the same. Believe me, I've experienced that in my own life. And these circumstances will tag along with you way into your future. I know many of us wish that things could just be different and the world could just be the way we want it to be. But you know wishing is not a strategy and I write a lot about that in my book in Standing Tall in a Falling World. Wishing never gets us anything. It's great to say I wish this could be but it's actually action that gets you there. And it's so easy to become disillusioned because it seems that perhaps good relationships are few and far between, business is becoming more demanding, daily tasks just seem to overwhelm one, and indeed the world is not becoming an easier place to live in, with technology seemingly spinning us out of control on one hand, but offering us a whole new world on the other, makes life a very interesting journey. Our current journey is having to contend with the barrage of assaults assailing our planet, not to mention ethics and integrity that are fast becoming non-existent, corruption which is at an all-time high around the world, and of course this makes good ethical business practice even more difficult. Nonetheless, we have to keep our focus on the dawning of a new day and the fact that you were born for a time such as this. If you were meant to live in any other century, you would have been born there and then. The encouraging insight is that all of the above of what I've mentioned is just external. These are the matters we cannot control. But thankfully, the things we can control and take responsibility for are ourselves, our choices, and our attitudes to life. 
I've discovered that taking responsibility for my life is key to building a life of inspiration. It is amongst the most mature choices that someone can make. The inspired person is a rare breed. They are in a class of their own. Their eyes are always up and forward. And these people have learned the hard but valuable lesson that life doesn't always go the way that they would like it to but they make the most of it anyway. You can take your tragedies and turn them into triumphs. It's not a feeling, it's a choice. You can be an inspiration to others. You can be that person whose life and ways causes others to look at their own life and realize how much they have to be thankful for. Gratitude is a door opener. Generosity opens a way to a glorious future. So you have the choice to use the seasons of your life to work for you and to not allow them to work against you. That's not to say you're going to miss having to go through the processes of pain and hardship and loss, but you will have to work harder on yourself than you do on trying to change others. You're going to have to work harder on yourself than you do even on your career because the results will speak for themselves when you become that person that you were created to be and you're not just judged by your actions and your outputs and your achievements. The inspired person knows that they were born for a purpose and not by accident. You've got to know and take ownership of the truth that you've been created to live an abundant life and not a redundant life. So why not welcome and embrace your uniqueness and forget about wasting your time on comparing yourself with others or trying to be like them? At the same time, know the value of having great role models, but keep your individuality and your uniqueness close to your heart. A highly beneficial habit is to constantly remind yourself that you are created by God and he designed you with greatness in mind so that you can be done with frittering away your life on the immaterial and non-essentials. And that's not to diminish the hardships in your life. But the truth is life is not so much about what happens to us but rather what we do with what happens to us. The challenges of life come to us all. Rich or poor, married, singled, widowed, educated or uneducated, king, politician, pauper, you name it, we all experience the journey of life. The real attribute, however, that sets you apart is when you make strong, positive choices to be sure you don't attract negative, abusive and destructive situations into your life through your way of thinking, through having no boundaries, by allowing people to treat you the way you do not deserve to be treated. Living above the noise and demands of the world is fundamentally all about the attitude you choose to have about life. Life offers no guarantees. We don't know why bad things happen to good people, 
but we do have a choice about how we respond to these things. So now is the time to stop wrestling with the things that you cannot change or even that you don't understand and make the most of what you have and change what you can change. We generally make a change for one of two reasons. Either we are inspired to change or we are desperate for change. Either way, we have to make a change or we're going to keep on living in a dismal life that will make us very unhappy in time to come. Remember, I keep saying doing it right today means no regrets tomorrow because that has been my life truth. You're not limited to the way you are living unless you choose it to be so. You have resident within you one of the most powerful gifts God has given to you. And it is a gift that no one should be able to touch or take from you. It is the one thing that designs your life moment by moment. And this, dear friends, is the powerful gift of choice. What is choice? C-H-O-I-C-E. It stands for choosing how our individual circumstances evolve. Our choices today determine our destiny tomorrow. What we choose today, you can be assured that you will live through tomorrow. As an analogy, I'd like to just share with you that in times gone by, when camels were the main mode of transport because of their ability to carry a vast amount of content on their backs, if they arrived at a city when the city gate was closed, they wouldn't be able to gain access. Well, they certainly couldn't gain access while they were stories high with merchandise on their humps. The only way that they could access the city wall was for their owner to remove every item off them so that they could kneel and slowly make their way through what was called the eye of the needle. The owner would then pass the merchandise through this gap in the wall and that way they would be able to get through to the other side. It is very interesting that Jesus made reference to this exact thing in Mark 10 verse 25, while talking to his disciples about how difficult we make life for ourselves with all of our distractions and pursuing riches at any expense. We try to cross over to the dawning of a new day to the other side with all of the baggage on our backs. His lesson was just like the camel needs to offload the content so do we. And then we have to kneel in gratitude that we made it through. It's sad that so many don't. They stay stuck. They stay on the other side of the wall. When the future beyond the wall, on the other side, is waiting for you. In this era of new beginnings, Make a quality decision today to offload that which is weighing you down and holding you up. Now is your time. Now is your new day. It's your new season. It's a whole new era. And only your decision is going to decide 
how you respond to it. Let me leave you with the riches of Psalm 112 out of the Message Bible. Blessed man, blessed woman who fears God, who cherish and relish his commandments, their children robust on the earth, and the homes of the upright, how blessed. Their houses brim with wealth and a generosity that never runs dry. Sunrise breaks through the darkness for good people. God's grace and mercy and justice. The good person is generous and lends lavishly. No shuffling or stumbling around for this one, but a sterling and solid and lasting reputation. Unfazed by rumour and gossip, heart ready, trusting in God, spirit firm, unperturbed, ever blessed, relaxed among enemies. They lavish gifts on the poor, a generosity that goes on and on and on. An honoured life, a beautiful life. Someone wicked, however, takes one look and rages, blusters away, but ends up speechless. There's nothing to the dreams of the wicked. Nothing. This is one psalm that shows us very clearly, dear friends, that we have a choice. We can decide to do it God's way, or we can decide to do it another way and come up with nothing. I know the choice that I have made. I've experienced the returns in my life. And there are returns of great and lavish grace. So remind yourself every day that you are born for a time such as this. And this is your time for your excellence to shine. Thanks for being with me on this podcast today. Until next time from me, Angelique Detoy. May God's joyous grace and total well-being rest upon you and give you peace. And remember, hope will always light up your way.